0: Previous video I shared with you how the different leaders of the organizations I researched had something in common is that they, something just propelled them to do things differently um, and there's another thing that I've noticed um, with these leaders and with some of the leaders who have now met who are you know, on the journey with their organization is um, a certain sense of fearlessness and fearlessness I don't mean to say that they have no fears; we all have fears right um, but there seems to be a sense that they have a recognition that you know whatever happens, you know they will most likely be able to deal with it in very simple ways. Um, you might remember um in the book the story of Jean francois Obbri um, as favi when the first Gulf War happened and the orders for the automotive parts just plummeted and he was, you know, was facing a crisis and probably had to lay off 25% of the people. And he, instead of making sort of a secret, you know, plan with HR about how to do this and at some point, you know, know, announcing this painful decision, he just asked all the people to stop their machines, um, come to a corner of the factory. He stood up on, on some pallets and just shared his predicament with them. And, of course, there was nervousness and stuff, but within an hour, if you remember the story, somebody, you know, they were all back at their machines because quite quickly somebody made the suggestion and said like, how about we just take a 25% salary cut so we don't need to fire anyone for this month, and then we'll see, and maybe we need to do it one or two more months. And and that way we can keep everyone. And There seemed to be a general level of agreement and that's what they did. And so, what Zobris was able to do was simply to go on these palettes and share his predicament in ways which most CEOs probably couldn't. And there was just this sense of trust of, you know, I'll be able to handle it, whatever happens. Um, you might also remember the story of Jos de Bloch, you know, writing blog posts, uh, you know, at 10pm in the evening from his couch. Um, I enjoyed you know, the illustration of that in the illustrated version, but really shows how much more powerful that is, you know, he just sends out a blog post, gets immediate comments, and within 24 hours the decision is taken. Versus a very long path that it would have taken with meetings after meetings after meetings in the more traditional organization to get us to a similar decision. Um, and the only thing that makes it possible is simply that Joseph Block is you know, kind of fearless in that way that he just puts his proposal out there, and then he has no problems if people comment and say like, oh no, you know, this idea won't work, you haven't thought about this or that. In which case you will simply say, oh, whoops! you're right. You know, um, I hadn't thought about it. So it's more complex than I thought. So, you know, who wants to make a counter proposal? So I've been thinking, so how do you get to that stage? And I think the first thing is simply and paradoxically to welcome fears. You know, when we have a fear simply to acknowledge it, welcome it and start exploring. You know, maybe this fear has some real, something real to teach us. Maybe there is a real danger. Um, and then it's great that, you know, we've explored it and um, and found ways to address it. But maybe, as in these examples that I gave you, um, there wasn't any real business risk involved. The only risk was a risk for our ego, was that, you know, we might look like fools. And this, in this case, somebody like a Justin Walker, you know, will simply say, oops, you know. Again, they will say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, Um I didn't realize, you know, I didn't have all the information or I didn't think it was through public or sorry, I was just tired. You know, Um, and to just show that that human side. Um, And that's the invitation, I think, of this journey is that every time you have a fear that comes up, you explore, you know, is there something real behind this fear or is it just my fear of the ego? If it's a fear of the ego, can I play with it? Can I just learn to say, I don't know? Can I just learn to say I'm sorry? Um, can I just learn to say I need your help? Um, and the interesting thing is that what feels fearful to us comes across as extraordinarily simple and genuine on the other side. And so, not only will you learn to overcome your fears, you know, you will gain a tremendous amount of respect from other people um, and give them the license you know, to stop pretending being perfect and to just be able to dive into the reality and what is needed in the moment in the way that you will market for. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to give back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.